Welcome to the next scene, the podcast where we take on pop culture one scene at a time. New episodes start on November 11 with our six-part coverage of Home Alone for the Holidays. Until then, please enjoy our return to previous holiday specials, starting with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days from 2017 with host Christopher Dennis DeGuardia and Pete Mummert. Some changes to our social media since this episode was recorded. We are still on Facebook at the Jelly of the Month Club, but you can now find us on Twitter at NextScenePod and on Instagram at NextScenePodcast. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days, the only podcast where we come crashing through your bedroom ceiling one day at a time. <laughs> I'm Christopher Tennis DeGuardia from friendsofamelia.org. Hi, this is Sean German from Five Minutes of Mime. Hello, I'm Pete Mummert from the Indiana Jones Minute, and I am ecstatic that today I have a fellow Scrooge on the show with me. And I am fellow Scrooge Crystal Beth from <laughs> the Fifth Element Podcast and Unlimited Lives Radio. Yes, yeah, Sean, this came this came to light earlier that um, it's it's them versus. All right, we, us. We'll, we'll take them. We'll, we'll <laughs> melt those icy hearts. I know we okay. can do it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Please do it. Yeah, just like we're standing on the ice, and you're gonna melt the ice. There go. <laughs> I'd rather drown. Then celebrate Christmas. So please Yay. melt wow. all the ice. <laughs> I love that spirit. This is going downhill, coming, man. Yep. Uh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get to the movie then. So today is Sunday, December 17th. Uh, we don't have the advent calendar to help us in this one, but we believe it's the date because it feels like a Sunday. You know, you go shopping, you have lunch with your grandparents or brunch or whatever. Uh, no one's at work or school during the day. So uh, today starts out with Clark getting a mouthful of retractable stairs and ends with Cousin Eddie's <laughs> festive holiday dicky. <laughs> so we start out with Clark in his, uh, I, I think he has Christmas pajamas. I mean, he's the kind of guy who probably does have Christmas pajamas. Yeah. I'm not even going to ask Pete and Crystal. Sean, do you have Christmas pajamas? Um, no, I, do, I don't have Christmas pajamas, but I do have a Christmas robe. Oh, so you know, Christmas is the one a day. You're, you're lounging around the house when I do uh, Christmas with my in-laws. We're you know in pajamas all day, lounging around the house. We're not going out. No one's just like the Griswolds. We do the uh, the big fancy dinner on Christmas Eve. So Christmas Day is a relaxing in the pajamas, and I've got a robe. I've got my Christmas robe that I wear once a year. So how about you, you Christopher? What's what's your Christmas Day attire? Hmm. <laughs> I think I've got the. Uh... Yeah, the, the the tasteful red plaid uh, pajama pants. Oh, yeah, and um, that's I, that's that's kind of my go-to. Good. Yeah. Pete and Crystal, would it help you guys if if we were to send you some pajamas <laughs> or robes? It's like a robe. Um. Nice monogram no. robe. <laughs> a sprig of holly. Or, no. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Pete would look good in like uh, you know one of those uh, the feety pajamas that zip up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would wear those. I would wear those. <laughs> yeah. With the butt flap. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Crystal, you were saying. I think I cut you off there. Oh, oh no. I was just saying I, I can just remember from youth being like, well, I guess I have to go to bed in something that I look nice in because a bunch of pictures are going to be taken of me tomorrow when I look disgusting. And I'll just put on like a nice pair of leggings and like a cute top with my 
puffy face and messy hair. <laughs> so Clark has a very, I'm envious of his attic entrance, even if it causes him great injury. Cause in my house, we just have like a, you know, like a square panel on the ceiling of my son's room. That you have to like pop it out of the way and, you know, get a ladder out to get up there. It's, I looked it up. It's called a scuttle hole, which uh-huh. it's as glamorous as it sounds. Yeah. It sounds, sounds good. Disgusting. Yeah. But yeah, that was, we have one of those, a, a scuttle hole or a, or a nice ladder. Uh, the scuttle hole with, the, with, I mean, we have the nice ladder one, not the scuttle hole. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But well, the ladder, oh. it's, Oh, nice. does not <laughs> fall out like it's hard to even pull down they really they made that so that we cannot mm. get griswold <laughs> doesn't come doesn't come rushing yeah. at your face yeah i imagine there no. were yeah there were many lawsuits on that <laughs> people getting griswolded before uh, they tighten that up and i and i like this little bit i thought this was there's some subtlety here that obviously the the comedy in this movie there's it's very broad there's a lot of slapstick type stuff but it starts out very like there's no background sound. There's no funny, exaggerated sound effect or anything. It's broad slapstick, but it's played in a subtle way. Yes. If, if that makes sense. And he doesn't react mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, a, oh, oh, what? Oh, of mm-hmm. course. Oh, this always <laughs> happens to me. He's like, wow, they hit my face. But you know what? It's cool. I have Christmas presents. I'm going to hide them. <laughs> <laughs> He's very durable this this uh, this day. Uh, yeah. A lot of a lot of bad things. Oh, maybe. maybe. There's also just this, particularly in this day of what we're talking about, the most easily fixed of all of his problems happen in this attic minute. There's so every single thing that happens with him <laughs> could not happen if he just took two extra seconds of caring what he did and where he was going. And when we get to those moments, I will vocally tell you how annoyed I get by some of them because I'm like, that's just stupid. You got it. Don't do that. Well, I'm not going to jump ahead. Now, what do you, what do you, what do you guys think the original plan was for this day? Was he supposed to go shopping? Yeah. Was he supposed to go shopping with the family or? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they just, so. they, they leave him pretty quickly. They do. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's something I have a problem with too. If I was, in the situation where I knew how obsessed my husband was with Christmas mm-hmm. and we were getting ready to go, it would take a lot more than my dad being like, well, I'm hungry. I'd be like, hey, there's a banana in the kitchen. You need to relax because we're going as a family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And this is like, like these days, sure. You know, we'll just go. We'll, we'll catch up to you later. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in 1989, before cell phones, they're, 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 yeah, he's going to go to the mall a couple weeks before Christmas <laughs> on a weekend and somehow find them through the crowds? Yeah. Not likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah, Ellen makes sort of a half-hearted attempt. Oh, where's Clark? But, yeah, she, she, she does She does yeah. give up a little quick. I mean, you have to for the sake of being locked in the attic with all the memories, but well, yeah. it's like, just double, like, go in. It's just like the Home Alone. Check that you have all your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, th- I think she was fully cognizant of what she was doing because in our last day we were talking about she was in there with Audrey in the kitchen and they were both just talking about how badly they wanted to get away <laughs> from all of this. So I think the source of many of their woes is up in the attic right now. It's, they're just like, let's just go, that's just very go. very true. That's, <laughs> that is, that's a fun way to look at it. They, they might have even heard him calling out the uh, <laughs> the vent thing. Nope, nope, nothing. Yeah. Nothing in the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It is a nice touch that he, he uh, finds that old present in the attic. And it's Happy Mother's Day 1983. Yeah. So, which is the, the year the original vacation came out. But I like that. I, I think we get a whole lot of Norman Bates in this in this day. <laughs> and I think that's that's our first little clue that we're dealing with a sort of an odd situation. Yeah. It's, it's Mother's Day. Oh, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's yeah. Day. Yeah. So his, his subconscious is trying to poke through the delirium yeah. here a so little bit. Does he live where his parents lived? Like he lives in his parents' house? I don't. No, because we find out his parents live in the uh, the house from right. Bewitched. So the cl- the Happy Mother's Day love Clark. <laughs> that's true. Why would he hide it? Yeah, I, I think that's a that wouldn't he wouldn't find that hidden from himself. He right. It looks like well, he hid it as a child, and then. Well, I was thinking it's for mm-hmm. it's for Ellen. It's not his mother, but she is a mother. Oh, that's true. So yeah, oh. that's that's oh, what that's I thought. I, yeah, I thought I was, it was, was for thinking... his wife for for Mother's Day. I was thinking mom's a skeleton up yeah, in the attic nice. somewhere. You know, all those clothes. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah, he's going to dress up and start speaking in her voice. Well, he's, he is going to dress up a lot like Norman, Norma Bates in a minute here. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I'm just so, I'm stuck on this present because I feel like if I pulled, if it was the case that it was for his wife and I pulled out uh-huh. the, the present, I would be like, oh, no. I forgot to get, like, my immediate reaction would be like, oh, man, not like, oh, I remember the memory of this box that I wrapped. Yeah. It, I don't it... Oh, my reaction would just be, oh, I need a pen so I can scratch out Happy Mother's Day and write Happy Christmas. <laughs> right, yeah. Christmas just, yeah. Get it up there. Score. It's like when, yeah, it's like when you find, yeah. like, a $20 bill in, like, an old jacket you haven't worn uh-huh. for a while. You're like, oh, free, free oh, gift. Yeah. yeah. Just swap yeah. out the card and you're good to go. Yep. Looks yep. like I'm getting two sandwiches today. <laughs> Christmas to me. <laughs> but then when we see him look out of that little round vent thing as they're pulling away, you can kind of see the haunted house thing across the street we were wondering out we were wondering about yesterday. Yeah. And that's another thing that makes me think about like is he gonna wake up at the end of this movie and realize he's living in that haunted house across the street yeah. the whole time? Is he yeah, they, they they I wonder is the movie gonna end where it's like exterior of the house and then the camera pans across the street and then you see it, you know, it's a graveyard and there's a tombstone that says Clark Griswold on it. You know. Oh god Clark Griswold, Mother's Day nineteen eighty three. That's terrifying. (laughs) But then he does. He immediately he gets cold and he immediately dresses up like Norma Bates. Like he wears the uh, the shawl and he puts the that little hat thing on the gloves. Yeah, and there's so many other options of not women's clothing. That's what I was gonna say. Would you immediately start Mm -hmm. cross dressing if you were a little chilly? There's a blanket to the left, a man's scarf, a man's scarf, a man's coat. Uh There's yeah, there's a sweater. Yeah, there's like a, a very, if not a man sweater, but at least like unisex sweater hanging right by the the little portal of the trap door, or whatever. But instead yeah. of yeah, he goes right for the uh, the mink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes a guy just has to treat himself. You know, every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so maybe it's not maybe it's not Ellen leaving him behind. Maybe it's Clark. You know. I'm I'm doing the finger air quotes, you know, getting trapped by accident uh-huh. in, in the attic and just hoping like, are, are they gone yet? All right, good. Now I can, like, I can like be does free. Every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, I usually leave this mink right in the top. Why are there things on top of it? Yeah. <laughs> but this is also that part's one of the other things where 
You see him at the beginning walking on the planks. Everyone knows mm-hmm. you step on the beams if you're in the attic. Yeah. You can't. And yeah, that made me really nervous. Like, he knows he put the planks there. I'm guessing he put most of that stuff in the roof. I mean, in the attic. You don't stand there. You don't stand on it because it's very expensive to replace a ceiling. <laughs> and, and that poster <laughs> that he destroys. And that yeah. poster. The poster. Oh, Rusty's going to be upset. Well, speaking of posters, well, the thing is, he falls through the ceiling. And he's not in Rusty's room. There's another room with a bunk bed because now instead of the uh, the bear's pennant on the wall, there's a poster of a stegosaurus. And instead of the uh, turtles going <laughs> at it, there's a like s- some bull's horns on the wall. And the bed is way closer to the ceiling. So I think, you know, we were, we were sur- surmising yesterday that perhaps he killed some of his other, his other kids or they're <laughs> in the basement or, you know, something weird happened. Because this is another room. This isn't Rusty's room. Huh. That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Because the bed I'm is like, now I'm like six inches from the ceiling. It's full of crazy. bunk <laughs> And everything's, yeah, he's got all these rooms for all these imaginary kids. <laughs> you really, it's like you, you go through the weird rooms of your mind, of your you yeah, know, well, delusional so mind. There's bears well, so if there's Yeah, so this is obviously not Rust, Rusty's room, unless they hastily redecorate in the last day. So if there's another... <laughs> well, I mean, those grandparents seem like people that would do oh, that. Yeah, you never... <laughs> but if there's another room with bunk beds... Then why are Rusty and Audrey sleeping together? Right. What's the what's the whole uh, mm-hmm. the crisis mm-hmm. here with overcrowding? <laughs> is that where the other grandparents are? Well, no, no, because well, no, some... yeah, uh, was it Ellen's or no? Clark's parents were in Audrey's room, which we've seen, and is not a That's not right. a bunk bed; yeah. it's a regular human bed. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. right. Uh huh. Maybe this is the room that's chained up. It's like, don't ever go in that in the, into this room. Which would then answer my question that I had, which was, if you were lost in the room, I mean, if you were locked in the attic and you fell through a roof, shimmy out of that hole and get out of the attic. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. But if that's yeah. the right. locked room that's haunted and no one can go into, <laughs> right. it makes sense why he didn't go down. Uh-huh. There. Right. I was wondering that. Was yeah. Like so he, uh-huh. yeah, he knows he's not going to be able to get out because that's that room's locked from the outside. Right, mm-hmm. but keep whatever is in there probably in like there. So, and there's yeah chained the, up on the bed. The original the Rusty and Audrey are, are locked up in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, what it is that hole in the ceiling is actually a portal into that haunted house you see through the little porthole. <laughs> so he falls through into another home, which is actually where uh-huh. his uh, soul is, because as you said, we're going to see in the graveyard that he's already dead. So right now he's in between dimensions. And these yes. videos that he's going to watch are actually him having flashbacks to his life, not him watching home videos. <laughs> wow. I like it. <laughs> well, that these movies are incredibly delusional. Like he puts on these movies, and a the house that he grew up in is the house from Bewitched. So I think he's imagining himself growing up in this idyllic house that he's seen on TV. Yep. And then he starts to look. You know, his dad hits him. And then he sees his mom, and just like Norman Bates, his eyes grow wide, and he just gets this huge smile on his face, like "Mom." <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a you, weird, you know, it's a weird funny. This kind of supports your many worlds theory here. the The movie he pulls out is uh, Christmas, nineteen fifty nine, and that's the uh-huh. original story that John Hughes wrote for National Lampoon magazine that this movie is formed upon. Right. Yeah. Oh, nice. And the, the but the notion of it is that it's Christmas in nineteen fifty nine, and the father's name is still Clark. 
So oh. if it just keeps going on, if it's like, you know, it's like the, the Dark Tower or something where he just has to keep going through Christmas. It's a over wheel. And over again. Yeah. Car is a wheel, baby. <laughs> like, like the Shining, he's always been Clark Griswold. He's yeah. always been the... He's always been... Yep. And the the one constant is Uncle Lewis, who looks exactly the same. <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love him. <laughs> yeah. So so speaking of, uh, like you m- mentioned, uh, Christopher, that yeah, we see the the one reel that's labeled Christmas 1959, which is the uh, Christmas 59 was the uh, the short story that this movie was based on. And then when he's watching the film, we see they hold up a card because it's silent. It says uh, Xmas 1955. And that's a callback to uh, the story that the the original uh, National Lampoon's Vacation movie was uh, was based on uh, Vacation Fifty Five was uh, oh. the, 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 kind of the the first short story in that series that John Hughes wrote that kind of kicked off the uh, the Vacation uh, behemoth that oh. that it became. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, those though I don't know I so there's, there's significance to fifty five and and fifty nine and I could make out one other label uh, on those reels. There's one that's Halloween nineteen fifty six. Um, I wasn't oh, able. I, I don't know if there's that. another John Hughes story from nineteen fifty six that relates there. Yeah. Maybe this is Ooh. Halloween nineteen fifty six across the street at least. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. And uh, and and while that film's playing, we get a nice little bit of Ray Charles. Oh yeah, uh, that mm-hmm. spirit of Christmas is the song in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... This song surprised me because it's the song is from 1985, mm-hmm. and I think it sounds like it's a lot older than that. And I think it just it might just be because I think it sounds cool. You know, I, I like the <laughs> electric piano. But yeah, I was surprised. It does not sound like an 80s yeah, yeah. song to me. It doesn't at all. Yeah. But I guess it's it's that you know the attic of time that Clark is stuck in. Yeah, <laughs> nothing is as it seems. Yeah. Well, we get the uh, the cut to Margot and Todd in their their shiny silver tracksuits, and I, I I still it bugs me that they're the bad guys in this movie. I mean, if you look at them, they're just they're a nice couple. They're obviously in love. They have good personal hygiene, and Clark is just out to destroy every single <laughs> ounce of happiness and quiet and peace and silence that they have for the holidays. Yeah, I think they're the true heroes of this movie. They remind me if I ever moved out of the city. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, I would be, I I'd be too. like, oh my yeah. gosh, these freaking country people. <laughs> Even though that's where I'm from, I would still be like, oh. I don't. I, I still don't like. We we brought this up on, on our last date, but it still seems really odd that they live in that house. Like that house does not seem to fit them at all. No, well, I feel like I their background is what is pretty much exactly what i said it was two people that were like all right i'm sick of the city we got to find a place to go and their brains went into like the financial thing they were like okay we need to get to a <laughs> suburb we need to find one where the uh housing market's going to be going up they have good schools because then maybe if you want to turn the house over later we can do it but yeah. they still kept their tiny apartment in brooklyn <laughs> actually no they left they definitely live in manhattan they probably are upper west side people yeah <laughs> So is there is there New Year's resolution going to be we're going back to the city? Yeah, <laughs> get, get away from if this. They, if they this make it that long, yeah. Next to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the, the house, just we, we see from the exterior, all these houses look pretty much the same. But inside, it's it's not too bad. I mean, it's a little, you know, I guess modern or contemporary. Um, uh-huh. You know, too, more more like glass and metal than I would do. I, I kind of like wood in my furnishings, but... You know, to go to your point that these are not bad people. This is not the house is not decorated in in an evil fashion. 
is what I'm saying. No. They looks like they care about their things. They have the height of yeah. fashion, I guess. Wait, what is it when it's de- decoration? Decor. Decor. Yeah. decor. There it is. Ooh, yeah, it's definitely decor. The, the decor of, you know, high fashion in the 80s, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. And I just look at it and I can remember back. I don't even know which. You know, you get figment, like tiny little sliver memories from pieces of your life where you're like, I don't even know what that's from. I have a visual image of walking into a house that was all white, but had a lot of pastel teal and pink and tan in it. Oh, like old Miami colors, I guess you could say. Uh-huh. With the, it looks like things were painted on. So I had that paintbrush stroke effect with these big ceramic lamps and palm trees. And the feeling of this house, whenever I see it, makes me think of that unknown place that I went to once in my life. Hmm. But all I remember is that it was like a cool person. And my mom was like, don't touch anything. This person's cool. <laughs> don't say anything. Don't touch anything. Don't even make eye contact. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> don't don't you know what? Stay in the car. <laughs> yeah, they have some pretty weird... I mean, remember she's sitting down drinking her, her, her mineral water. Yeah. There's those weird glowy shelves in the background. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah, that's whole looks... catalog right there. The sharp <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you could you could almost see like the uh, like the the early on in Fight Club where we see Ed Norton's apartment and all the little flyout tags like with the catalog numbers of all his yeah. things like yeah um, yeah definitely the, yeah do look they, they're consistent in like the coloring and theme so yeah these probably all came out of the same catalog or, or same showroom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know it, it's it's the eighties you know they they made uh, you know. <laughs> They made some choices, but it's you know it's not their fault. Uh-huh. This is this is definitely where the movie plants itself in the eighties. Uh-huh. You know the Griswolds, you know they have like VHS tapes lying around and stuff like that, but they don't really date themselves as much as Todd and Margot do here. Yeah, right. With basically everything about that's them. why you don't get famous things. I mean, you don't get popular <laughs> things, famous things. What? Uh, you don't get a bunch of popular stuff because. It's going to look bad and you're mm-hmm. going to get the classic cuts. You right. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's why I try really hard not to be cool because I want to look good forever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's not true. I want to be cool so bad. Modern is always changing. <laughs> Contemporary is always changing. So if you're like the latest and greatest, well, that's going to be, you know, old hat by tomorrow. But if you go old school, if you've got a stack of VHS tapes, that's timeless. That's always going to be old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the front lawn where uh, Clark mm-hmm. is still working on those lights. So Clark is Clark is um, <laughs> a fire hazard. He's in pretty good shape. Well, that, but I mean, he's in pretty oh. good shape for a guy who just fell out of a, you know, fell yeah. ten feet straight down yeah. onto his wife. Yeah, in a seated position, he, he he looks none the worse for wear. Yeah. This is another thing. <laughs> Don't watch stuff on the door. Anywhere else in that room. (laughs) That's like, that's on you. You can't even get that. And again, he's. He's kind of delusional and his wife, you know, Ellen says, are you out here for a reason? Or are you just avoiding the family? <laughs> and it's like, he's, he's put everybody in this situation that nobody wants to be in. And then he just immediately runs out and he's like, I'm out. I'm, I can't deal with this. And that was, um, you, you called it out, uh, on yesterday, yesterday 
Mm-hmm. You said the whole reason he did this whole lighting display was to get away, right? Yeah, like I think he was. You think? Yeah, fleeing the family and just went outside and went crazy. You know, it sounds like a good excuse. Like, oh, I'm contributing to the holiday. I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this thing I'm doing just happens to be away from the family and will just happen to take me multiple days. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. because that, Cause i'll yeah. do that because yeah it'll it always turn out like when the family gets together there's like you know you don't have rolls or you run out of gravy like you're short of something yeah and then there's the one person who's always the first to volunteer like oh i'll go to the store and for some reason <laughs> then it takes them three hours to get you know a stick of butter or something uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it's like, oh I'm, I'm helping i didn't want to go but someone had to yeah. And it's the kind of thing kids always notice everything you do, whether you think they do or not. And Rusty was doing the same thing when he was like, uh, I can't check the lights. I got to do my homework. I got to wash the car. I got he, was, <laughs> he also immediately came up with all the excuses. Yeah. The, the kids are watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Crystal, you're, you're in the city now, but you grew up out in the, uh, the country. Uh, did your family ever do up the house and Christmas lights like this? Oh, every year. Day after Thanksgiving, we put up all the lights <laughs> on the house. And I said my whole life, I was like, as I, because uh, I'd go up with my stepdad to put the lights up and I would come back in and my mom would be cooking and she'd be like, do you want to help me cook? And I was like, no, because when I get older, I'm going to be putting up the lights and my husband's going to be doing the cooking. <laughs> and I happen to marry someone who is afraid of heights and loves to cook. So I <laughs> self-actualized that dream. There you so, go. Nice. <laughs> I do love putting up Christmas lights. That's uh-huh. a that's something I really enjoy doing for Christmas. But um, yeah, lights every year. We cut down a tree every year, or we'd get a, a one with a, the bulb still and plant it. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised, and this is this is usually very divisive, and I'm usually on the, the 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 lesser side of this, but I was surprised that Clark is going for all clear bulbs. Yeah, yeah. In his decoration, I would have picked Clark as a, a multicolor guy. Yeah, yeah, it's a little understated for him. I am all for multicolors. I do not like clear bulbs. Hmm. Um. I know it's usually an unpopular stance. That's a hot take. Yeah, that's. I, I'm all. I like going multicolors. That's. I. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I. So I am. I'm of a like mind as you. I have. So while Christmas is not my favorite holiday, I am so judgy about Christmas lights, <laughs> which I guess is part of I guess not loving it. Being like, wow, look at all these beautiful lights. I okay. Here's here's what I have. So. If you have a big, gorgeous, multi-tiered, multi-dimensional house, I think they look beautiful with just simple strands of white light. Mm -hmm. If you have a simple house, an outline of the really, really big Christmas lights like these that are nice and spaced out, that are almost kind of foggy, I think that looks great. I don't like the icicle Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Because they're not icicles, they're lights. (laughs) They don't need to hang. Um... I think ranches look look good with those lights, though, because they just have, like, the one line. They only have the one option. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that... Oh, and um, if you're going to get twinkle lights, twinkle them all at the same time. When there's oh, just one patch yeah. of house twinkling, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, oh, you got to flip that switch, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I, I like... And this was this was pre... Oh, sorry, go ahead, I was going to say, I, I like the white, and then uh, at one point, I switched over. I, I found blue... I don't, and I don't, I don't decorate the house just because uh, that that's work. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll do a tree, and I'll just do blue lights. 
you know, keep uh-huh. it simple. Yeah, we got we got a strand of blue lights when we let the kids choose uh, what color lights for their own rooms. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. And my son chose. I think my son chose blue last yeah. year. So, huh? cool. We did that, but I usually, like the blue lights. I I get to do the outside of the house in my multicolored lights, and my wife gets to do the the tree in the clear lights. That's kind of our our deal, our compromise. There you go. That yeah. works. Yeah. Work, yeah, work together. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So speaking of working, you know, Clark and Ellen are out here, you know, trying to solve the problem together. Do you guys think that Clark, like, is Clark suspect himself at this moment? Like, is he second guessing his technique? I feel like I see like a shade of doubt, like, you know, like when, you know, like when your wife says, oh, did you check the, the living room? You're like, yeah, I checked the living room. I better go check the living yeah. room. You know? <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, I think it was kind of like guys... I think it was kind of like yesterday when he was talking to Rusty and he said, "I never overdo things, do I, Russ?" And he kind of Russ gave him that look, and he almost it's almost like he became self aware, and then he he kind of bashed that feeling back down and kind of went back into denial. And I feel like he's doing that again here. Like for a second, he starts to think maybe it could have been me, and then he immediately says, ah, "I bet the kids have been fooling around. I'll check." Right, right, yeah. Couldn't have been me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and is that? Is that a grandparent's car in the background? It's got oh, yeah. to be, right? Yeah. That, the Continental? blue-looking thing. Yeah, yeah. with the, the nice, yeah. the, the wide, the white walls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. But uh, I can kind of sympathize. I've I've been in the situation, not, not lighting up lights, but where I'm doing something, I've put together some system, and I think I've checked mm-hmm. everything. I've I've controlled all the possible variables, and it's still not working. And like I double checked, I've triple checked, mm-hmm. I've done everything I could possibly think of end to end, and yet things still aren't lining up. And then you just like I that the yeah I don't know if, if self doubt is quite what I feel or, or what I think Clark is feeling at this moment. Just flummox, just like all right, there's there's something I missed, there's mm-hmm. something I didn't check. What could it possibly be? And then and just in the the mm-hmm. emptiness, the blank of like of just not knowing what that thing is and not even knowing where to start. Cause you've checked everything you could think of, you, you know, even the things that you think, well, no, it couldn't possibly be that, but I'll check it anyway. You've gone through everything you can imagine uh-huh. and it still doesn't work. Then what do you do? That's when the white hot rage. Starts. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. Yeah. That's exactly when it starts. <laughs> yeah. You start thinking, am I going crazy? Am I losing my mind? What's going on? Yeah, I'm pretty hard on Clark in this movie, but yeah, in this case, I, I kind of identify with him. Like, I, I too would be just going berserk when he when he just goes full bananas. Well, yeah. in this in this this, yeah. this sequence with the lighting, <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo is is just magnificent in this movie. But I think particularly this evening, her facial expressions, just mm-hmm. the the acting that she does and the expressions, mm. yeah, and the emotions that she portrays through through all of this. Um, it's just, it's really fun to watch. Uh-huh. Is that her, yeah. her eye acting? <laughs> Is she, you know? Yeah. So she's, you know, she goes through the whole, she's exasperated. She's kind of tired of, of, of this whole thing. She wants to be done with it. And then <laughs> she kind of figures it out. There's the moment of discovery and then there's the joy. And then there's, <laughs> then, then Clark celebrating gets mm-hmm. a little carried away. And there's like some moments of discomfort <laughs> for her in there. Um, but yeah, you just keep it. Yeah, if you just watch her face throughout so this patient. whole day, um, you, you enjoy it, or I enjoy yeah. it. And yeah, screw you guys. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I like it too. She's just 
It's so real. Can she be my mom? What is going on with t- <laughs> Beverly? <laughs> oh. So as the lights are, you know, flashing on and off as they make this discovery, what is up with Todd and Marco? Why do they kind of like lose control of everything <laughs> when the lights go on or off? Like they forget how to walk, they, they fall. What is going on with yeah. them? Do they have some neurological thing happening? Oh, that's like, even they worse. They just go to pieces. Yeah, yeah oh, they, well, they probably do. That's really funny. <laughs> like, and when the lights yeah. go back off and she's just like, ah, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> right. Their whole world falls apart every time the lights go on yeah. or off. I they, just... They probably, when they moved in, they put a little card in, in Clark's mailbox saying, we have a neurological disorder. Please be very cautious with the lights. <laughs> and he, you know, he took it out and immediately dropped it on the ground. Yeah. This is more of his insensitive torture of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got the, the floodlight aimed at their window. Well, I can kind of see, well, naturally, when, when it goes from very from dark to light to dark, your, your eyes take a moment to adjust. And you might think, well... But they still know where uh-huh. they are. Like even if you can't see, while you know for a moment while your eyes are adjusting. Um, yeah. But what I think happens to Todd is he, you know, he's kind of startled by the change. He forgets where he is. And if you're ever in a, in like, if you ever step where there isn't yeah. a step, oh. like you, kinda... you, like you think you're at the bottom yeah. of the stairs, but there's one yeah. more step, or you don't, or you, or you think there's another step and there yeah. isn't. So I think maybe he, you know. He's at the top of the stairs, like he, or he's not quite at the stairs yet. It looks like he thought there was going to be a step, but there was one more, you know, one more step on the level before the step down. And it was just, you know, your foot doesn't stop where you expect mm-hmm. it to stop mm-hmm. as you move. And then it just throws off your balance and he, and he it's goes so from there. So jarring and awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jarring and awful lights. <laughs> do you, speaking of the jarring lights, do you think the uh, nuclear power plant having to come flip the master switch and and the master switch being misspelled? Do you think this yeah, is a reference to the Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of faith in a power plant that can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. So I, I didn't really watch The Simpsons as it was when it was just part of the Tracy Ullman show. Uh-huh. But at this point, didn't The Simpsons first start in the fall of 89? Oh, was it the fall? Like, I don't know if they would have been on long enough for, for them to be referencing well, that good, power plant. That's a good plant. point. And did yeah. he work at the power Maybe plant Maybe just all power Tracy plants have, have misspellings. <laughs> <laughs> is this why Clark can't afford the pool, too? Like, this, is, this has got to be costing him a mint. Like yeah. yeah, watching the the electricity yeah. thing go spin all the way. I was like, oh gosh, that's money. <laughs> and I like when the camera pans back. You can already see Eddie's RV in the driveway. Yeah, <laughs> he's already. He's just he's, he's waiting. Just, to... Yep, he's just waiting for the grand entrance. <laughs> Do you guys like uh, Clark's? I know we mentioned it a second ago. His little his temper tantrum. Yes. Oh, uh, when, yeah. You know when he beats up Santa and breaks oh, all yeah. the antlers. I love how he breaks the antlers. Yeah. it always gets me. And apparently oh, he really broke his it. finger filming this scene. He did. Oh yeah. yeah. Then, Do it. Which part? It, what's that? Which which uh, was it? Punching Santa or was it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was early on. He punched either Santa or one of the reindeer, and then from that point on, he just kicks 
because his hand yeah. is hurting so bad. Oh my gosh! It's like <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, just keep rolling, keep rolling." Yeah, and they, you know. yeah, we can only yeah. do this in one take. We're all tired. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> use, yeah, use it, use it, Jimmy. <laughs> and oh, I love that everyone watches the temper tantrum and they're like, yeah. "What's going on?" Yeah, I haven't the foggiest. <laughs> it's kind of like a foreshadowing for Christmas Eve when he again loses his mind. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you know, uh, you know. Things pile on, he goes nuts, and then everything works out somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. Not to yeah. spoil. Well, they they always say it's the uh, you know the the quiet ones that snap. That he's he's so cheerful, yeah, and and it's kind of so happy the rest of the time. Like if he just got a little annoyed or a little upset on a regular basis, it wouldn't build up this way. But instead, it's he's yeah he's kind of he's, he's manic until then the uh, you know. Depression swings the other way. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like I am a little like him in this instance, where I work so hard to get things planned out the way they're supposed to be, and if uh-huh. they're not the way they're supposed to be, there's this little piece of me that just starts to get bigger and bigger and gets real crazy sometimes when I'm just like, I work. <laughs> So hard to make sure that this went, and when it doesn't, it like I don't throw temper tantrums like this because that's exhausting. But I, it's like I'll get really upset and I'll just kind of be like sad or like John for some reason. I've thrown, I've tried to do so many things to surprise him for his birthday, and every year something has happened where the surprise got ruined. Uh-huh. And this past year, I don't remember what I think I left like the the receipt or something in the kitchen. He read it and was like, what did you get from Texas? Oh, and I was like, God, what? Swear, swear, swear. Went in the bedroom and like threw the present at him. And I was like, Merry, no, happy birthday. He was like, oh, and I realized like right after I did it, I was like, oh, that is like the lead. And this was a week and a half before his birthday. I was like, oh, God, I'm the worst. <laughs> but I just wanted it to be perfect. <laughs> then then just yeah, snap. It is the quiet, cheerful ones that uh-huh. <laughs> suddenly snap. <laughs> then when the, when the lights do come on and stay on, it's like, oh, then it's all, it's all back to happy. <laughs> yeah. Does Ellen just let him have it? Like she doesn't tell him about the switch, yeah. you think? Yeah, I bet she doesn't. I Ever. think so. Yeah. She's so yeah. good to him. You wouldn't call it enabling? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think she knew what she was getting into. I mean, if she didn't in the beginning, she certainly <laughs> does now. Well, now, I just think yeah. of... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Nora? Of of Clark's father, or Clark's mother. Because you know, mm-hmm. like, he's just like his father. So whatever uh-huh. Ellen's been putting up with, you know, Nora's been living with just, you know, Clark <laughs> plus 50 years yeah. or, or 40 years or ever, you know, much longer she's been putting up with it. Um, you know, she's, she's beaten down at this point. <laughs> just fine, whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> then we get another kind of delusional yeah. moment here when he starts talking to his family. Yeah. Because um, he says Russ, Audrey, and Russ isn't anywhere to be seen. And I'm, I'm I'm wondering is this is this Russ now also part of his imagination yeah. like the the old Russes are? He he sees a Russ. Yeah, he sees a Russ that isn't there. And if you notice, Russ never interacts with either of his grandfathers in this movie either. So I think there's there's something going on there. 
Is it like yeah? Is it like a Fight Club situation? It's really funny. The unseen Russ. There's so much subtext here. It really is. Did you know this movie is much deeper than I thought it was? Yeah. Well, see, I think his house is like a Winchester mystery house, but just for made-up kids. It's funny because I just um, I just finished reading a biography of Shirley Jackson, who wrote uh, The Lottery and The Haunting of Hill House, and you know other not necessarily ghost uh-huh. stories, but stories that have a sort of a supernatural or spooky bent. And uh, I, I could see her, you know, if if she was still around, uh-huh. maybe taking a a rewrite at this, and uh, wouldn't have far to go to kind of have this fit in with uh, with some of our other works <laughs> as we're as we're seeing yeah definitely yeah that's very true and uh, so so speaking of spooky apparitions it's uh cousin eddie and cousin Catherine. yeah so good <laughs> just so like one of my favorite lines in all of movies you serious god you serious so funny and then just like it goes away like that psychic uh-huh. goes away. and it's oh, john quotes it all the time that part it's so funny no randy quaid at, at this point you know 2017 yeah. is kind of nuts right uh-huh do you think he always was and this just this this part just fit him it was it yeah was he playing himself yeah i think he knows i think he knows his brand yeah like I think he's this uh, heightened version of who he like who he is, but he knows what he is. He knows. Yeah, <laughs> he's able to channel something deep inside. I, I read that he based this on some guy he knew. Really, I want to meet like that a person. friend of his from like Texas or something. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the way he, the way he. Right. Yeah. Or you, you've got to do the the finger air quotes. A guy he knew. As in, the, like, the guy he knew, the guy he sees in the mirror every morning. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. A guy he knew. Yeah. <laughs> the guy he knew from the third grade. Yeah, know. I think and I think we're, we are seeing a masterful joining of of character and actor that works so well. I'm, you know, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. you know, if, if how many pairings in the history of cinema that match this. I mean, maybe, uh, you know... Joe Pesci and Goodfellas is one that comes to mind, but 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 not many will top this. I mean, you know, oh, his yeah. real real life issues aside uh, that have happened recently, but at least you know in during during the time uh-huh. of, of the filming of these movies, it's uh, you know it's it's fun to see, it's fun to watch, mm-hmm. yeah. And then mm-hmm. the, the just the, the way he oh sorry go ahead. Well, no, I was just gonna say that, and then the look on. Uh, on Clark's face. <laughs> Again, the swings were like, he's happy, he's sad, uh-huh. he's happy, he's enraged, he's tearing <laughs> the, the Santa and the, the reindeers limb from limb. Uh-huh. He's injuring himself with his anger. Then he's joyous. He's, a, you know, bubbling over with joy. And now, and then yeah. it's just. He's, he's kind of like Wiley e. Coyote in a bit, though, because he kind of stands on air for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's he's like going down the receiving line, yeah. Yeah. thanking yeah. his family, yeah. and he starts to kind of thank Eddie, like he expects him there. And then he, you see him fall off the cliff. Yeah, I love that. That's a good way to put it. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> That's just that shows just what a his own world he's in. He's just there for forever by himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's it's funny because uh, you know we talk about how Russ and Audrey keep you know switching ages and appearances and everything through Clark's realities, but I think Eddie's. Isn't cousin Eddie like his he his kids are just so numerous that <laughs> they just yeah keep coming up with different ones yeah. to show up in the movies? I, yeah, I think they're they're different kids in every movie. 
And they just, and, but they don't, you know, where with like, yeah, you know, with Rusty and uh, and uh-huh. Audrey, they just give them the same names. With Cousin Eddie, they're just saying, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of kids and uh, <laughs> there's, you know, there's always an excuse for the ones that are yeah. missing, you know, <laughs> in rehab yeah. for the wild turkey. Joining the circus, hopefully getting a promotion at the circus. <laughs> the yak lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, is, and, and snots the dog. Yep. Yeah. And this, this is a rough looking recreational vehicle. Yes, it is. But, uh... You think it's seen a lot of recreation? <laughs> it's a little, little ramshackle. Yeah, we get a little window into their their recreation too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know how many times I've watched this movie before I realized or acknowledged that line. Because <laughs> it was just recently, I've seen this movie many times, and uh-huh. it was just—I feel like it was within the last few years. Where I was like, wait, what the, What did he just say? <laughs> and I was like, well, she's into it. So I guess they, they found each other. <laughs> you know, there, there's... Yeah. And I, I love... Oh, sorry, what was that? Oh, no. Well, I was just going to say there's, you know, there's there's someone for everyone. Yeah. Just like we, we see kind of the way Clark and Ellen work together. Catherine and yeah. Eddie, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. And I love people and characters and everyone. They, just they, it works for them. Unabashed by their <laughs> sexual preferences. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just like, yeah, something we like. Get, make sure you get the rubber sheets and the dribbles. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, Wait, what? And they say it so quick that you're like, I can't. Is that what he? <laughs> no, no, that's not right. But I don't. I I didn't think that was like a sex thing. Oh, really? I, oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I thought that the rubber sheets were was saying like one of the children still wets yeah, the bed. So that's what I've thought for and, years. Yeah. You know. And I, I just recently heard the gerbil. I, I, even today, I said the yeah. and the what? Yeah, and the gerbil. I, I thought think, it was just like a pet. But. Yeah. I think that when you're little, your mind and you watch this like when not when you're little, but when you're younger. Uh-huh. Or for me, you watch it and you don't search for things like that, yeah, yeah. or you wouldn't understand because you don't have you know a basis to what things could be. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when I got older, when I was that's when I actually heard it in, in a way that made me go, yo, what? With a little bit of a record scratch. Um, when I was younger, I just, rubber sheets make sense for bathroom, and that's yeah. probably what I well, thought. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, uh-huh. that's, you know, Eddie's definitely, that's on his mind. He's like, get get the kids out of the RV into the house, which, you know, shows yeah. not that uh, yeah. not that self-restraint and control are the first thing that come to mind when I think of Cousin Eddie. But so, you know, the implication is that they've been behaving themselves, you know, while cooped up with the children in this small space. But now they're anxious to to get the kids out. So, uh, you know, they have some adult alone time. And I'm assuming the uh, behaving themselves is somewhat relative. <laughs> it's a sliding scale, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I do love, though, when they move inside and he's wearing that hilarious uh, turtleneck dicky. <laughs> and actually there's actually i found there's a website where you can actually order all these christmas vacation collectibles and you can order one of those turtleneck dickies like he's wearing or you can order the moose the moose mugs Wait, that they're drinking out of or even the advent house i feel like it was pete or you chris that we were talking about dickies on the fifth element it wasn't i i don't i don't uh, know why i'm getting a flashback to it was <laughs> For like, I'm trying to think of, uh... or maybe I was on someone else's podcast. Oh my gosh, there's too many podcasts. <laughs> we were talking because I didn't know what a dicky was, and someone had to. I had to Google it. Yeah, hopefully you didn't do that at work. I swear <laughs> to God, Chris, it was you. Yeah, 
You got to be careful with that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, yeah. what? Okay, it does. It does not matter now, but I do love it. It's such a nice touch. Way to go to the costume designer. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, so the the black under under the white shirt, so you see all the outline and everything. Yes, and it's subtle. Like yeah. it's not. They yeah. don't really call it out or anything. It's just a nice touch. So yeah, I'll, and I'll, I'll sorry to interrupt, but I want to make sure we give credit talking about costume design. So the costume design credit for this movie goes to Michael Kaplan, who recently has worked on a couple couple small independent features. Maybe you haven't heard of them. Uh, there's something called The Force Awakens, uh, I believe is what they call it. And then he's got uh, he's got something coming out later this year, The Last Jedi. Um, Are those books? I have no idea what that is, but uh, so uh, yeah, some other... He does costume design for books? Yeah, some other some other costume design that he's That's done. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the same guy that brought you that dickie is, uh, you know... Wow. <laughs> what range? Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yes. Well, we haven't really seen Luke's outfit yet from The Last Jedi, so who oh, knows? Oh, man. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it is cold. Not cold enough for a whole turtleneck. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Got to keep the neck covered though yeah, somehow, right? Yep. Or watch, yeah, we uh, just just spoiler alert. We find out, yeah, Snoke is is cousin Eddie. <laughs> that would that would blow some minds, certainly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and I think this is so. So speaking of coming inside now, I think this is the first we get to see of the tree fully decorated, right? In inside the house oh, yeah. with uh, you know, yeah. So they're a multicolor. I kind of like uh. Isn't that what you, Chris? What you said that you you go the you go the white outside, but then the multicolor on the tree. Uh oh, the reverse, multicolored outside. Yeah. Oh, the reverse. Okay. All the right. reverse, Griswold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah color on the outside and then white inside. Yeah. And they, they someone went to town with these popcorn strands. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I think yeah. the the script has a lot of popcorn. Uh, <laughs> popcorn business in it somehow right. <laughs> when they're decorating the tree uh-huh. if you yeah. find that original script that yeah. uh has all those extra scenes have you ever made a popcorn and like one of these things no it's awful Never. really yeah i, I can imagine <laughs> it's the, you know it could be these tedious things that i was forced to do in like school that made me not want to <laughs> celebrate this but it is like you have to find the perfect spot of the popcorn and it starts getting easier after you go but you have to get that perfect like thick spot and get the needle right mm-hmm. through there and i mean oh, you eat yeah. half of it anyway so you're like really full uh-huh. by the end and there are popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth <laughs> but it's exhausting it took me like <laughs> probably two hours just to make something that could wrap around one part of the tree <laughs> it's crazy Wow. Yeah, I've never. I didn't even think we even had like the simulated popcorn strand. I think. I think we've no popcorn. It also huh? brings animals in the house. And do you guys like um, Eddie's Eddie's music? Uh. Kind of that. What's Eddie's music? The, like that, like crazy, like xylophone. Oh yeah, yeah, mischief. yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of think of that as like Eddie's motif. I mean, something crazy is going to happen. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. But when he's inside, just like kind of trashing the house, like he's out Clark and Clark, basically. Yeah, that's a good way to put yeah, it. Everything yeah. he touches to it. falls to pieces. Yeah. And Clark is taking notice. You know, Clark is turning into the Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's kind of like going like inception deep. And Pete, to your credit, Clark's just kind of being a jerk. Yeah. To Eddie, like the things he say to Eddie. Yeah. That Eddie's not 
slick enough to pick up on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just mean spirited. <laughs> like, what is it? What does he say? He says, uh, "Take you out to the forest, leave you for dead, or something like that." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like pretty vicious stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, all this guy did was turn up unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you wonder about the backstory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing well, we, we really he's Ellen's nothing we see from Eddie is is that bad in terms mm-hmm. of what he does personally to Clark. You know, he's maybe not sophisticated. He's not, you know, he's not big on the book learning, but he's not a mean person. He's not no, a No, he's a very person. kind-hearted person. Yeah, he yeah. cares. And it's interesting because Clark, like, does not put up with anything from Eddie that he himself does the same things. It's <laughs> like he, he will not allow somebody else to act the way he acts. Well, yeah, and that, I think that maybe touches really on yeah. the the question of self-awareness and, and, yeah. and how much Clark recognizes the, his own craziness. I mean, I know I find the the things that bother me the most are things that really mm-hmm. bug me about mm-hmm. other people. A lot of times it turns out they're habits I have and maybe things that I'm like, oh, I wish, you know, things that I know that I do that I maybe wish I didn't do. And then uh-huh. someone else does it and it just drives me nuts. And part of it is it's, you know, it's annoying habit, but then it just reminds uh-huh. me of the thing I do, the uh-huh. habit I'm trying to break. So I'm so maybe maybe there is some recognition maybe not maybe there isn't you know so I guess that's right. a question right. so when when Eddie kind of is annoying in his Clarkness is Clark just thinking it's Eddie or is he picking up that maybe it's bothering me because it hits so close to home I feel like he's not thinking like that I would be very surprised if he's picking that up at least yeah. not now <laughs> am I am I giving Clark too much credit yeah. I think so yeah I think I that try. Clark. I've said it. I said it a little bit ago. He's just so in his own space. I don't see that moment in him like we saw it earlier. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he's excited about this Christmas thing, but it's a very selfish want and desire because he's going yeah. out of his way because he wants to make it perfect for his family for him, as opposed to uh-huh. just making it. His family would be fine with one string of lights. So it's like he's going above and beyond, but they don't want it. Like Walter White in Breaking Bad. Just not Ooh. with the drugs. It's just like he was doing it for right. his family. And then after a while, he was just doing it for himself. And he's just in this bubble of Clark Christmas. So I don't think he's even, he's definitely not thinking on a psychological, I mean, a psychological plane. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So everything he does, he just wants to make it bigger than last time. Yeah, I think so. He's always trying to. And so Ed, Eddie is basically Clark's, his, you know, his haplessness just without that drive, right? Yeah. Or without the veneer of civilization. <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah. Without the, yeah. Without the smooth manners and, uh, and yeah. big city job. Yeah. In the, in the, in the short story, kind of the Eddie figure is, um, his uncle. Uh huh. And he's not really much of a, he's not like a rube like Eddie is. He's just kind of like this obnoxious guy who kind of butts heads with the father. Mm-hmm. But it's, he's kind of fulfilling that part there. Uh-huh. But he, like I said, he doesn't have that. That added bit of, uh, you know, yokel, you know, uh, unsophisticated yeah. <laughs> style yeah. to himself. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was popular enough to get a his own sequel. So yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Which which we don't really talk about much. Yeah. Has, has anyone seen it? Have you, Crystal Beth? Have you seen the 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 sequel? I didn't even know there was one. Oh wait, yes I did. I have seen it. <laughs> well, yeah, so it? There, yeah, so there's a spin-off. I I'm 82% certain because I was 
watching it and I remember it was my ex-boyfriends and we were in college. I'm getting, it's, you just jogged a memory bank that has not been open in a while. <laughs> and I remember watching it right. and immediately with like 20 minutes into the movie, getting up and going to do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I started cleaning because at this point, I was living in a house where the living room and the kitchen were kind of in the same room. So I was just doing dishes uh-huh. and stuff while listening to the movie going on. But I, it wasn't good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Christmas You've seen more than I have. <laughs> I think I started on the shelf at Target once and said, oh. <laughs> that was it. That was my experience yeah. with it. I think I want to. They made this? Yeah. I think I want to look. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, see if it maybe, maybe it crosses into the so bad it, it's good. And for folks that don't know, this is we're not talking about Vegas Vacation, which which followed this, but there's actually a Christmas Vacation too, with uh, that follows uh, cousin Eddie and, and cousin Catherine. And there's there's two things that are encouraging to me just looking at the IMDb. Actually, well, three things. Uh, so one is Fred Willard, who's great, always a master. Mm-hmm. Second is Eric Idle, who's in it, who again, funny guy. Uh, master of, of comedy so uh but m- maybe not always picky in his roles so maybe that's just like half a point but the other interesting thing about christmas vacation too is you get the return of the original audrey dana Barron from national lampoon's vacation <laughs> that that's i did see it yeah <laughs> i definitely saw this i'm reading the wikipedia of it now wow but i think i think this was like a direct-to-video thing i don't i, I don't think it already had like a a theatrical release but uh yeah i'll have to check that out sometime uh-huh. uh, maybe next year maybe next year that'll be the uh the christmas movie we do <laughs> maybe. are we are we stuck in for that now well no you can, you can it, that's one of the rules right you can do one i think it's if you do more than one then you have to do the whole series so if we stop here then we don't have to do any more any more vacation okay movies, so. yeah okay well, yeah. Well, and also, I think I think since the uh, since the Star Trek guys started with the second one, they they set the precedent for, yeah. for breaking that rule, which I think yeah. is a shame because right. I think Star Trek the motion picture is actually pretty good. But uh, oh, that's anyway. the best Star Trek movie of all. <laughs> so it's, it's not yeah. implied in our mandate. And then you have the Brothers Crane with uh, Ghostbusters and Jurassic Park, oh. <laughs> where they didn't do the second ones. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so I, no, I'm not I'm not suggesting we actually do a podcast where we we cover Christmas <laughs> vacation too. I'm just saying I might I well I might watch the first 20 minutes and then I'll yeah. uh, I'll find an excuse to leave the room. Maybe then I'll go work on the lights outside. Make make it a, a Patreon special. <laughs> there you go. Bingo. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If if you pay us enough money, we won't do a podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> we promise. That didn't work with this one, though. So, so. Uh, it, it seems like we're kind of getting towards the end of uh, the end of December seventeenth. Any any final thoughts on this day? Oh, I I think it's a good one. I think I got a really good set of minutes here. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You Very get like good. the good parts of Christmas and the annoying parts of Christmas, and it's just nice. It feels like real family, <laughs> except for the part when you're in the attic doing all the dumb stuff. Just work smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so this is kind of is a pretty full day in terms of action. Yeah, yeah. I think we uh did we did we help you out today, uh, Pete and Crystal? Do you feel any better? Uh, sure. No. So, yeah, <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, yeah. I kind I kind of feel like they uh 
they dragged me down a little bit. I feel a little colder. You think so? They they, put, they took you down a bit? <laughs> yes. I'm glad you, I'm so... That's a magical thing to hear. <laughs> we got the hard date, like the hard, these are, this is the frustrating part of Christmas. So that we got these minutes or that I got these minutes start with uh-huh. an attic and then it's a bunch of light failing and then it's an unwanted relative coming and it's just, uh-huh. there's less than. <laughs> well, no, it's, it, it, it's, you know, discovering the old home movies. It's thinking about Christmas past. It's the lights finally working and the family coming together. And and- you break your finger punching Santa Claus. yeah and you wind up in the chained up room from your missing kid oh man (laughs) oh yeah so not every day is perfect so so and then they've got so it's it's the 17th it's more than a week until christmas wow that all these people are yeah. are in their house there. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's they're set now. Yeah. That's a bit Crazy. much. I'm I'm actually like my wife and I we were just talking this evening about uh we we you know we go to main laws we're going down to uh, my sister-in-law's house and we we're just talking about like what's the plan and and it's go down uh-huh. not not quite go down Christmas Eve and come back the day after uh-huh. but but close to it, we're going, you know, it's it's only a few days. We're not yeah. going down for, for weeks at a time. Yeah. That, I think that's the key, like family in small doses. And and get a hotel so yes. you can have a little that bit of space you don't get and stuck. give them a little bit of space. Yeah. <laughs> you get stuck in the bunk beds. Yeah. When they say, oh, you can stay here. You say, oh, no, that's okay. Oh, it's so weird. I just, it's, I can't stop farting and it's really embarrassing. So I just have to stay at this hotel, okay? Yeah. And they're like, all right, that's weird. You can go. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, sure. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I have this weird rash. <laughs> just your family's like, I don't go, uh, whatever. Uh, well, so, um, so Crystal, yeah. if people want to try to send you Christmas cards or oh my gosh. send you holiday cheer, where would they find oh you? Oh my gosh. Yeah, send me holiday cheer. See if it <laughs> melts my ice heart. Uh, see if it helps. <laughs> you can send me cheer on uh, Instagram or Twitter at the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my podcast if you want to hear me talk a lot <laughs> at uh, the Fifth Element and Unlimited Lives Radio, and both of those are on iTunes. I enjoy those a lot. Thanks. Hey, it's a good time. And uh, how about you, Pete? Uh. What about me? <laughs> how, about you? So how about you? If if people wanted to listen to a podcast where you're not the grumpiest person. <laughs> if people want to listen to a podcast like that, you can hear Crystal, Christopher, or Sean on another podcast I do, the Indiana Jones Minute, and they have all been delightful guests. So check them out there. <laughs> That's beautiful. Sean, how about you? How about you, Sean? <laughs> Talk to us, baby. Yeah, what what about Sean? So yeah, you could find me on uh, uh, wrapped up earlier this year a movie called This Is Spinal Tap that I covered on Spinal Tap Minute, and that's at spinaltapminute.com. You can also find me at five minutes of mime.com, and that's five uh, spelled out f i v e and uh, minutes also spelled out uh, and <laughs> dot com spelled out. That's so uh, five minutes of mime. I'm also uh, currently doing a, a podcast called National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days. Woo! And then coming up for uh, spring 2018, I'm going to be doing uh, Groundhog Day one minute at a time awesome. with uh, yeah. with a very brave man, Dave Palace, will be my co-host joining me uh, reliving Groundhog Day over and over and over again. So uh, check that out. And Christopher, 
if uh, if you could direct people somewhere on the internet, where would you send them? Well, I would like them to come uh, talk with us at the NLC. The uh, we have them all; they're all different. The Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to talk to them and uh, and uh, come find me at uh, friendsfamiliar.org, if you will. And um, they can find find us back here again, back at it tomorrow too. This is quite a, a power packed group of days here <laughs> yeah. we'll be uh sledding yeah yeah which is i think i think that's where john is today isn't he crystal he's out sledding somewhere he's sledding yeah he's uh loving the snow he's a little snow bunny yeah sledding he told me i wasn't invited <laughs> oh that's too bad well you, yeah. you can hang out with us anytime he said you're too heavy and you weigh the sled down and we only have one sled and he's not a very great chair but Oof. he makes great biscuits <laughs> that's good then Right. But I'm glad to be here <laughs> well, with you guys. This was fun. It always is. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Thank you so much for uh, for stopping by. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Crystal. Very good. Well, I guess uh, I'll have to say then to all a good night. And we don't have a pithy sign off yet, so we'll, we'll put something in later. <laughs> we just keep doing things until maybe someday we'll say, "Oh, that's pretty good." hear anything that pete said for some reason everything cut it out it cut out right as you were signing off and all of a sudden it turned your ever the sound came back on when everyone was like ha 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 yeah pete i was like oh i don't even know what he said so that's gonna be a surprise for me <laughs> yeah it was actually you too so oh yeah. no i felt bad because i didn't react so i just kind of did like a ha that was good because it made you sound very humble oh, well i'm excited to hear it.